0: The Golden Knights make it two in a row as they won in overtime in Dallas last night, 3-2 to two on the Evgeny Dadov goal. This despite travel delays in Denver and the Golden Knights landing in Dallas about three and a half hours before game time. And Dallas now remaining just one of three teams that has yet to have a regulation win. They were oh so close. On today's show, we're going to be talking about how the Golden Knights pulled out the win against the Stars. Laurent Bressois' goaltending down the stretch was spectacular. ESPN's NHL power rankings are out, and fans are not going to like where VGK is ranked this week. Hi again, everyone. I am Tony Cardasco, and this is the Locked On Golden Knights podcast. You can follow me on Twitter, at Tony Dasco. I am a longtime Las Vegas sportscaster. I have called play-by-play of nearly every sport. You can find me currently on Saturday mornings on 98.5 The Fan HD2 right here in Las Vegas and everywhere on the Odyssey app. And sometimes I report, fill in on 1140 AM The Bet with my good friends here in Las Vegas in the Odyssey family. I pretty much cover every sport in the sports and entertainment capital of the world. And it's great to be here with you all season long as VGK tries to make it back to the NHL Final Four. Thanks for making Locked on Golden Knights your first listen. We are free. We are available on every platform. So for a second night in a row, it was a gritty, it was a gutty performance by the Golden Knights. On yesterday's show, what was I guessing? The final would be either two to one or three to two, low-scoring affair, and it was two to one in favor of Dallas. I didn't know who was going to win. <laughs> it was two to one in favor of Dallas until a minute two re- remaining in the game. Uh, Dallas was up. Jonathan Marchessault scores on his second goal of the season, and it was a one timer from the right circle, and the game went into overtime before Evgeny Dodonov buries the goal off of the turnover and the assist coming from Nick Waugh. And there is some chemistry, I think, brewing between Waugh and Dodonov, which uh, we're starting to see, it's starting to develop. Uh, first, I want to talk about Jonathan Martius's game tying goal uh, and what set that up. So, the Golden Knights, as we saw, they pulled Laurent Brissois with a little over two minutes to go, and they went on the six-on-five with the Dallas empty net. The first play was slow in developing, and I was literally watching where Marchessault was located on the ice. So he was around the trapezoid area uh, on the right side of the net, and I don't know if you noticed at all, if you were watching this game at home, but saw was pretty much pretty much calling for the puck He was yelling out directions. He was directing traffic with his teammates. The puck went to the other side and was eventually cleared by the stars, and it went out of the zone. So then we have the VGK regrouping, and Marcheseau comes back, starts down low again, then he moves a little bit up top and right near the dot and the circle uh, there on that left side. And he fires a one-timer. He ties the contest with a minute two to go. He beats Anton Hudobin, who has been a thorn in the side, uh, to the short side of the net. And he did a really good job in placing the puck. And saw said after the uh, after the game that it was pretty lucky. But he also said afterward that the play developed due to good forechecking by his teammates, by the Golden Knights. And I, I did. I thought that they did a really good job there in keeping the puck in the zone and and giving uh, themselves a chance and opportunity to tie this game up late. Uh, really toughly, hard, uh, tough and hard, uh, a very hard contested game between the two teams last night. Shea Theodore, uh, he, what he did on that play, too, was really good uh, because he drew the defense to one side, and then Marchesaw was open. He was open on the wing, right inside the circle, and then, He just puts it in on the one-timer, and it was a really big, huge momentum boost for VGK heading into overtime in a game that wasn't really dominated by Dallas, but they played well enough. The Stars played well enough, I I thought, to win. And uh, the assist on the uh, goal there to tie it up, Chandler Stevenson, Shea Theodore, good puck movement. Why can't they do this on the power play? And then just uh, a minute 59 into OT, Evgeny Dedanoff, he finds himself wide open in front of the Dallas net, and he buries the backhander off of a turnover. And uh, the pass, as I said, came from Nicholas Waugh. And I'll tell you what, Danoff is very persistent. He he couldn't get a clean shot off right before the big play in the crease, but after the Stars' turnover, it came back to Danoff out in front, and Dadanoff said that the pass from Wab was right there, and it was. And a lot of times you see players freeze right there in front of the net. Uh, and Dedanoff said all he had to do was score, and that's exactly what he did. And there's so many times, you know, we'll see players too wide open out in front of the net, and they will blow the opportunity. They will blow the shot, but Dadanov, uh takes it in, puts it home, and so VGK – now climbing to within one game of the 500 mark. And i tell you, things were going south before this road trip, and this could be a huge boost for VGK. And uh, the chance to reach the 500 mark uh, coming up against the Ducks tomorrow night at the Fortress. And I personally felt, you know, going into this uh, three-game stretch, that VGK would be lucky to win one, possibly two. Possibly two because they really dominated against against the Ducks, and I thought maybe, um, and I thought it was a swing game in Dallas. But two and zero coming off of the back to backs, that's really good, uh, especially the way they were playing, especially with all of the injury losses, and uh, it's a big swing for for the Golden Knights. And by the way, by the way. I have to point out, because I was mentioning this on Twitter last uh, last night, uh, remember the empty net goal by Dadanov uh, that he stole away from Keegan Kolasar uh, in Denver against the Colorado Avalanche a couple of nights ago? Well, I was hoping that Kolasar would appear from out of the clouds last night and come in and <laughs> tip the puck in on the game winner. That would have been phenomenal. But, you know, Jonathan Marchessault was saying after the game – that uh, VGK could turn the season around with what he called two momentum wins, two momentum wins in Colorado and in Dallas. And they really had to fight off a lot of adversity. Uh, The flight was delayed from Denver. It was several hours, and I was watching uh, where VGK was at and when they were going to take off. And, yeah, they arrived in Dallas three and a half hours Uh, before the game, and it was about a 14, 15-hour delay, and saw told the media after the game that it just didn't matter. He said that when you are a professional hockey player, there is no excuse, and uh, they really had that mindset coming in. That was pretty good, a very strong mental approach by the Golden Knights. Golden Knights keeping the game close, made it to within striking distance, and then, of course, uh, they pull out the game late with the saw game-tying goal, and Dodonov's game winner. And Peter DeBoer called it a gutsy road trip. And let's see if this momentum continues. If it continues at home on Friday night, it'll be a Pacific Division battle coming up against Anaheim. And, you know, I was really surprised that Rick Bonus uh, went with Anton Hudobin in Wednesday's game. And I, I have to venture a guess here that it was due to the past success against VGK but I really thought that it would be Braden Holtby, who had been getting a bulk of the time in net. He had a couple of days rest after the loss to Columbus. And uh, and then, by the same token, I still can't believe that the travel-weary Golden Knights were able to play well against Dallas. And at no point, at no point in the game, did VGK look like it didn't have its legs against Dallas. Uh, the mindset, very strong. And the Golden Knights were able uh, to pull through there despite all of the travel woes. Now, coming up uh, when we return, uh, we're going to have a little bit of insight. We'll talk about the goaltending of Laurent Bressois as VGK pulls out the big win. This Locked On episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it is now impossible for your local auto parts chain store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure the often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing only the brand that their warehouse happens to carry? You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Save time and money using RockAuto. Rock Auto is a family business for over 20 years, and prices are reliably low for every customer. Explore rockauto.com for yourself for the solution to your auto parts needs. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all of the parts available for your car and truck. Write Locked On" in their How Did You Hear About Us box so that they know that we sent you. Amazing selection. Reliably low prices. All the parts that your car will ever need. RockAuto.com Welcome back. The goaltending of Laurent Bressois kept the Golden Knights in the game last night, simply said. Brassois was playing for the first time as a starter, and he played in his second game. Remember that he came in to mop up for Robin Leonard in the third period of the LA Kings game. And he started to come on after the two goals that he led up early on. He really, really settled down. And uh, Brisaw, as we know, was the backup to Connor Hellebuck in Edmonton for the past three years. And do you know that Brisaw's career record right now? He stands just one game over 500 at 33 and 32. And uh, last night he really did play well and he was spectacular in that, especially down the stretch, and really saved the game for VGK. So Dallas had both of its goals coming off of deflections, and it was pretty much a bad break uh, for VGK and for Brassois. Uh Center Luke Lindéning scored the first goal through traffic. The second goal was scored by Alexander Raduloff, again on a deflection, and that came in the second period and that gave Dallas a 2-1 to lead at that juncture. And uh, Shea Theater also scored the other VGK goal. I can't uh, leave that out of the, uh, the box score. And, uh, you know, the block on Glenn Denning uh, was spectacular late in the game. Um, and Brissois was blocking shots in a variety of ways with his helmet, his pads, his glove. And I'd have to venture a guess here. I bet you this was one of his best starts ever. In that he had 32 saves, and uh, no clean shots really went through. And the save on Glendening that everyone is talking about on Luke Glendening with about 20 seconds remaining was spectacular. And so after the game, Bruce said that he was moving to his left. He got screened out in front. He saw the shot coming to his right and was lucky to get a pat on it and uh, really... Saved the game for the Golden Knights. It was a low shot, and luckily, he said Luke Lindenning didn't go top shelf. And Bereswah uh, said that he felt fresh. He said that he was ready to play and uh, just really stepped it up in a really key uh, moment for the Golden Knights. And uh, one of the things that uh, one of the things that stood out to me after the game from Bereswah was. He said that VGK did a good job of chipping the pucks out of the zone, and that, that was important because so many times they've turned it over in their own zone uh, or in the defensive zone, and they're they're just they're not making things complicated. He said uh, by they're not turning over the puck by just getting the puck out of the zone, clearing it out, and and doing just the fundamental things. Once again, uh, like everyone is uh, just. Talking about the way that VGK simplified things in that uh, game against Colorado a couple of nights ago. Well, they did the same thing last night. The same thing. And uh, again, back to playing simple hockey. And again, trying not to give up the puck and in turn giving away goals and Really, I mean, just uh, two deflections for, for goals and in traffic. And sometimes that happens, goes off skates, off players, off sticks out in front, and you just got to clear them out of there as well. But we saw improvement. We saw a lot of improvement uh, with the Golden Knights and, and in doing that uh, in last night's game. And, uh, you know, I wanted to talk about uh, some good news and some bad news for the Golden Knights. Good news. The defenseman, Alec Martinez, returning to action in the game last night. And That was the good news after he missed a couple of games, and they really need him on the blue line. And that's one of the key points there. And maybe what helped out, obviously, uh, what helped out Laurent Brissois in the contest last night was the return of Alec Martinez. You have him and Petrangelo, you know, the two veterans back there, and, of course, you clear the puck and you do the things and the fundamental things that uh, can lead you to victory. Clearing players out of, uh, out of the crease, I think, something else that they really need to work on now. And, you know, they really need Alec Martinez on the blue line. Uh, the bad news, the bad news for the Golden Knights, William Carrier injured in the game. Man, this guy's had a rough go of things. Um, back on October the 5th, We recall the injury when he was cut just under his eye by Curtis McDermott, uh, the skate on the accidental play against Colorado, and then last night the winger was taken off the ice after he blocked a shot and he looked like he was in a a lot of pain. So VGK could now be missing six forwards, six forwards, and hopefully he's not out with that lower body injury for any extended period of time. My goodness. And you know what it basically did too in the game was it forced the Golden Knights to basically play with three lines in the contest. That would uh, that's what Peter DeBoer was talking about. So they fought off the fatigue of having to wait in the airport and waiting for their flight and the flight delays. And they battled, you know, to the end in this game. To me, this was a much bigger win, even though uh, Colorado, some might say, is a much better team than Dallas. But uh, this was a much bigger win through adversity, I felt, you know, for for the Golden Knights. So the Golden Knights still remain, got to bring it up, right? The Golden Knights still remain the last team to score on an NHL power play this season. I'm getting tired of talking about it. They were 0 for 1 last night. They are now 0 for 15, and they haven't scored on a power play. And I think the last 32 tries now dating back to last season. 0 for the power play. And it's just getting to be annoying because they only get one or two shots off. But again, if they're going to dummy it down, if they're going to play simple hockey, if those goals are going to come, they'll happen, right? And if they're winning games, nobody cares. Nobody cares. But they're going to have to break through soon. And I think, you know, this week could be a good weekend to do it as uh, as you have Anaheim coming to town. Is that local attorney still giving away tickets on power play goals? <laughs> He's got a stash. I, I bet you he has a bunch saved up. And uh, here in Las Vegas, they call it the Nevada Power power play for our utilities company. Well, there's been a huge outage of late. Coming up next, VGK and the ESPN power rankings. Fans won't believe it. Coming up next on Lockdown Golden Knights. I call this the sports equinox where all the sports are happening at the same time, and Bet Online remains your number one spot for all the basketball all the football, all the sports action this season. Bet online is the fastest. It's the easiest way to bet on your favorite sports. Head to our new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today, and you can receive your 50% welcome bonus on your very first deposit. That's right, your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code LOCKEDON to receive your bonus BetOnline also has a new web interface that you really need to check out for the start of basketball season, and it has more props and odds and lines than ever before. They have NHL lots, plus all the major sports, including boxing and UFC, too. It is Bet Online where the game starts. Thanks for making Locked On Golden Knights your first listen every day. The Golden Knights have had this rough start of the season with the rash of injuries and another one last night, William Carrier, as we were telling you earlier, but they are still just four points out of first place in the clogged Pacific Division, and it's so, so early. So where do you fans think that VGK would rank in the latest ESPN NHL Power Rankings? Where do you think they would fall? I can tell you that Florida, Carolina, and Edmonton are now the top three. And in the last power rankings that we saw, according to ESPN, VGK was ranked third. And uh, right after the Colorado game, the ESPN power rankings, their latest rankings were released, and the Golden Knights have fallen in the ESPN Power Rankings to 27th, 27th. Well, we don't think VGK is going to stay in the bottom part of the rankings with or without Mark Stone, Matt, uh, Max Pacioretty, all the others that have still been sidelined. Uh, but we do feel that this is a much better team than 27th, as we've seen, especially the last couple of nights. I mean, even Ottawa is ranked ahead of VGK now in these power rankings. So it's just so early. And fans, just slow your roll. Yeah, they've quieted down the last couple of days. And Toronto and Detroit and Buffalo are all ranked ahead of VGK. And so I was just checking out like how the mighty have apparently fallen here. <laughs> The betting odds. So the, this is where you follow the activity, not these power rankings on ESPN. And this is where you gauge, you have a barometer of where you feel your team might be. And so I'm checking all of the, uh, the gaming numbers here in Las Vegas. And uh, the Golden Knights have fallen to third amongst the betting choices in futures bets. So they are now in the city behind Colorado. They are behind Tampa Bay, and that's it. And uh, for a while there in the division, uh, VGK, and I haven't seen anything lately, but VGK uh, was also uh, now the second choice to win the Pacific Division behind Edmonton. And the Knights are still the second choice to win the Western Conference behind Colorado, behind the Avalanche. And Colorado's a team that uh, VGK has owned of late. They have now won five straight games against the Avs. And uh, Colorado is still the top choice to win the Western Conference, even with the Avs' nine departures from last season. And I still believe Edmonton will continue to make some noise within this division. And uh, I just think... That fans should not panic right now. VGK, I feel, has to just keep in contact with the top teams, keep scoring points like they are now. And th- this is going to be a second half team, folks. They just have to kind of go through uh, this rough stretch for go the Golden Knights. And a lot of it just due to the injuries because they're playing good hockey. And last night they finished up with just three lines and they still won a game in Dallas. And uh, the update I have on Peyton Krebs, uh, the key piece, many believe in a proposed Jack Eichel deal. Yeah, I'm not going to quit beating this horse. Uh, I just feel that this is going to happen. I think that this trade's going to happen. I think a deal is going to be struck. And now through seven games, no points and minus four on the ice for Peyton Krebs. So 18 career games, small sample size, as we said yesterday, and just one assist One shot on goal last night. I still believe VGK is going to make the Eichel deal. And they're going to try to make a run for the cup in the latter part of the season. That has to be the strategy for the Golden Knights right now. And here's a betting trend for you. Greg Wyshynski of ESPN on Twitter last night. He said that since the 2019-2020 season, I knew that VGK in road games back-to-back was pretty good. But VGK is now 12-1, and 12-1 and 1 in the second game of back-to-back road games. And that is a very big stat and a very big win last night, a resilient win in Big D for VGK. Coming up, folks, on our next episode on tomorrow's show, I'm going to be previewing the Nevada Day game against the Anaheim Ducks. Now, in the first year, VGK had played against Colorado. It was a matinee, and it's just a day where kids have off from school. It's a day where we commemorate the founding of our great silver state. And I just like the, the day games, the afternoon matinee affairs. But this game will be played at 5 p.m. Pacific time. And we have the Ducks. They have to play against Buffalo tonight. Uh, so they're playing back-to-back here in Las Vegas tomorrow night. And the Ducks are a team that's 2-4 and in the early going. Uh, Very young team still. They have blown two third-period games so far this season. And still a lot of questions remain about whether John Gibson will be with the team by the end of the season. The 28-year-old goalie. uh, The youth movement continuing there in Anaheim. And Gibson has had some great moments against the Golden Knights and some not-so-great moments. But... His career record against VGK is 3, 12, and 4. Uh, Should be uh, the starting netminder here in Las Vegas. Uh, Coming up on Friday evening, both the Golden Knights and the AHL affiliate, the Henderson Silver Knights, play at home on Friday. So we have the Silver Knights at the Orleans Arena. It's great that you can catch both teams right here live in our city. So 11 a.m. Pacific time will be uh, the game for the Silver Knights, and then the Golden Knights game at 5 p.m. Pacific as they'll be hosting the Anaheim Ducks, a team that they have owned. But now they try to make it three straight. They go for the hat trick at home on Friday evening. Now make your second lesson Locked on Fantasy Hockey. Host Scott Culler leans on his decades of fantasy hockey insight and experience each and every day to you. You could be the expert of your fantasy league. It is free. It's available on all platforms. And we thank you all for tuning in. I'm Tony Cardasco. So long for now. You've been listening to Locked On Golden Knights. Take care.